All right, all right. Uh, for those of you that are not sitting in this room, we want to welcome you to the Sipping Social Podcast. We're live at the Burger Social on the second floor. Uh, obviously, this being a podcast, not everybody who's listening to this is going to be in this room hearing what we're saying. So those of you that aren't, we uh, you can be with us in spirit. Pour yourself a cocktail at home. Join us on this journey. And, uh, let's go. Let's go. We got lots of fun things to talk about. Um, we practiced that for about 25 minutes. That's right. But before we get into it, we always talk about what we're sipping on. So we're going to have a little cheers before the podcast. I got a little Salamote Small Wave City Club. Thanks to the boys over here for brewing delicious beer. Johnny, what you got? I'll wait for the applause. <laughs> <laughs> I have a delicious, again, watered down Captain and Coke with a lime that's being dissolved by it. I so asked we, if you wanted a different drink. You said, no, 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 no. Probably get you a freshie, no? Yeah, later. I'll okay. do it later. All right, what you got, G? Uh, I have the best drink on your on your uh, cocktail menu right now, the Primo Old Fashioned with our Stella Mirai single barrel pick. Ooh, nice, nice. Cheers, boys. Let's have a fun podcast. That was an excellent pick. Cheers to you guys, to you guys. All right, um, so the first segment we do for the, the podcast, for those of you that listen, uh, we got... Uh, <laughs> We, could, we got our restaurant news, all right? This is, uh, this is when we talk about the general news in the area. Bottom line is um, it's all relative to the western suburbs, but sometimes we get out of that and we go to Chicago and we talk about stuff that's national. But we're going to keep it local for today. Uh, clearly, the news is we're sitting upstairs with the most attractive viewing crowd we've ever recorded in front of. Yeah. Attractive people here. Very sexy people over here in the I've middle. never seen anything better here. than this. It's never. fantastic, right? Yeah. Never. <laughs> Uh, Garrett, I want to talk to you about this. You put this on the docket. We got our uh, first confirmed restaurant in the new building next to Maze in Glen Ellen. This I is, would uh, like to preface everything that I put on this docket oh as... Oh, boy. Um, fact-checking time? or 100% fact-checked. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, so there's um, a whole new construction next to Maze and Mash in Glen Ellen that's um, literally like destroying the old town. It's like building it from the ground up. Uh, the first uh, restaurant that's confirmed uh, inside on the furthest south corner is a uh, pizza pub from Tampa Bay, Florida. I, I uh, creeped on their... Uh, yeah, how, they yeah. find, how did they find their way here? <laughs> I mean, the, uh, the, uh, I creeped on their, uh, their cocktail menu. I'm not too excited about it, but I really like pizza, so I'm pretty excited about that. What do you think they, they like, how they hear about it from Tampa? You got, they got something local, somebody that plugged them in? You make it sound like they did more research than All right, we talked perfect. about. perfect. We just know that somebody from Tampa is coming. <laughs> And we like pizza. I love pizza. Bottom line. Everybody yeah. in Chicago likes pizza, right? We all know, we all are very, uh, everybody's a connoisseur of pizza in Chicago, whether you like deep dish, tavern, or anything funky, but I'm sure we'll all have lots to say about that new place in uh, Glen Ellen, right? Just 10 different kinds of golf shrimp pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for bringing that to Wheat or Glen Ellen. Yeah. Fresh shrimp, right? Fresh. Yeah. Um, other restaurant news, the tent is back in Wheaton. For all of you that came in through the front door, obviously you couldn't miss this tent. This is going to make yeah. all of downtown Wheaton mayhem. It's going to make the burger social and all the servers and uh, bartenders lots of money over the next couple months. Make the town an experience. That's it right. Does. That's what it does. It adds a completely different element to the downtown area of Wheaton. Kind of like Old Town in Vegas, right? Without the drinking on the streets. All we need is casinos. That's, that's the next level. We also yes. need like a guy ziplining right down the, down the center. <laughs> or, like, or carving your bust. <laughs> yeah. A guy flies by on a zipline. That'd be hilarious. Or like a nun with her cheeches hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, that's, Wheaton definitely needs that. <laughs> 
uh, I'm excited about the tent. Um, there's a lot of uh, yeef that goes along with that yearly industry, uh, yearly industry ebb and flow. We'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, but it definitely pumps up the, the whole town. Everybody gets excited about it. Makes it a very, very cool town to just walk about and uh, have some drinks and, and do some bar crawls. So I'm excited about it over the next couple months. Uh, ask me how I feel about it in a month. I'll probably hate it then. <laughs> I feel like you kind of hated it already a little no, bit. No, I love it right now. <laughs> right now I love it. Ask me about it in a month. Uh, last week, the, our parent company, Bourbon Valley Hospitality, uh, we brewed beer with Salamoth. I know we've given these guys a couple shout-outs again, but I want to clap for them because last week these guys killed it for us. We brought a crew over to them. They got us nice and drunk. Uh, then we brought them here, and we got them nice and drunk. So it was just like a nice I don't back remember and forth drunkenness, right? Did you work that night? Yeah. Oh, boy. How'd, how'd, how'd that go? We were really, really busy at Maze, and it was... I, every single time I got a ticket that had like four different drinks on it, I was like, can one of these please be a glass of wine or a beer? Not a please cocktail. let me catch up. You know, I was supposed to make that day. And, yeah, uh, what happened? I, I completely forgot about it. Yeah. And then I was uh, buried with work, and I got this text message about 10.30 a.m. with six dudes flicking me off <laughs> that I wasn't there. So I appreciate, you know, in my busyness of work, being stressed out by that, I appreciate the... Uh, the uh, was it five finger? Yeah. We could probably recreate that right over here. There it is. Boom, boom. Get that I, mental image. Right there you there. go. Back at you. It's too bad. Like it wasn't in your like uh, calendar or anything. It was. Yeah, we discussed this last. Yeah. You were supposed to be there. I think I made the excuse that I forgot about it, but I was really just busy. Uh, you could have brought you. your laptop. They have got Thank Wi-Fi you. there. That would not be good. <laughs> probably good for your employer that you didn't go there, right? Right. Gee, you just went to Louisville. What'd you do down there? Uh, nothing. I just sat in my hotel room the entire that's time. It's a G- totally sucked. That's a GD lie. <laughs> yeah. uh, I brought my wife uh, this time. Uh, every other time I've gone down, I brought you guys uh, as you know other like GMs and other managers of restaurants and uh, and our boss and our owners. And it's always been a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, this time I got to bring uh, Molly, and she. We went down Tuesday afternoon uh, morning. We spent the afternoon and night in uh, Lexington. It's weird. Like Louisville and Lexington are still like so slowly opening up like it's not um, it's not fully open no I mean we were walking on Tuesday and like probably three-fourths of the storefronts were closed really um, they're saying like Wednesday through Saturday it's very interesting and um, well the downtown area only has 200,000 people that live there so it's not like we think of like downtown Chicago being so freaking huge uh, obviously this is it's like smaller than Naperville but um, so we did a little bit of that and then on Wednesday I brought her to Louisville and we did a lot of the same things uh, that we did as a, as a group in our Louisville experiences. Um, we walked around and shopped around the Nulu area. That was a lot of fun. I went to a bottle shop uh, that we that across from the hotel that we normally stay at. That we I don't understand why we haven't gone there yet. But um, they have a full bar, and it's a full-service bar in a liquor store. Um, and there's a couple around here, like Garfield's, that have those. But um, I got to try their Stag Junior pick. Uh, I got to buy some whiskey that I, is unavailable here. Um, when I mean I bought some bottles, I mean I bought a couple bottles. No, like, like a couple dozen? Now, yeah. are you saying that anybody can just walk in yeah, there? Yeah, anybody. Like, no, I, they, right. they had no idea what it was. And, I, and the entire trip was mostly like... Can you give us an address? Special. Yeah, it's right across the street from the Marriott in New <laughs> <laughs> that's, as, that's as close as I can get you. Um, that was really cool. And then on Thursday, I hung out with uh, two owners of Pinhook. Uh, one is a level three sommelier. Uh, he was a, a previously a restaurant. Uh, I, don't know, I think he's more more than a GM. He was probably something more than that. 
Uh, he doesn't really talk about himself too much. And then his, uh, his business partner, who they're best friends in high school, we sat in his business partner Jamie's house. We blended bourbon together. So I tasted um, six single barrels that they thought were really good. And I decided that, uh, and me and uh, Steve from Malloy's Liquor, if there's one on Roosevelt, there's one on Ogden, uh, definitely check that place out. We've talked about them before. Their old elk we did pick is incredible. Delicious. So good. I'm on bottle three. I'm not going to lie. Um, the, so anyway, so him and I sat down with uh, Jamie. The, his other biz, or, sorry, we sat down with, um, yeah, so, and, and Jamie was not even a part of it. He was just like, just like watching, like having fun. And uh, so we, we tasted these barrels. We decided which ones we're going to pick together. Uh, I've got a picture if anyone wants to see it. We, the table is just freaking littered with glasses. At some point, um, uh, the brand rep from Pinhook was just like taking them into the kitchen and washing them and bringing them back. And I was like, I don't know why I even bothered washing them. It just tastes like whiskey. Let's yeah. just keep going. Put more whiskey uh, in there. Yeah, <laughs> this is exactly we'll what's going to happen. Wash it out with the whiskey. Apparently, I made the biggest snafu of the day. The styrofoam cup was supposed to be a dump cup. Which you don't know anything about. I have never. You, I don't know you, how they work. Yeah, you've never used. I one filled of those. it with water and was like drinking in between, like sampling everything, and like like three fourths of the way through it, um, well, the owner of Pinot goes, uh, "That was supposed to be something we throw away," and I go, "What?" I, sorry. Anyway, so I was feeling really we, good. We, about we've had a uh, we've had a dump cup on the podcast before, yes. where we recorded in the basement uh, studio. Yeah. Where you guys think you're like. You can just drink anything you want, and you pour like huge pours of whiskeys that we're gonna try to taste. Whoa! whoa. And whoa. we're we're trying to run through this podcast in an hour, and you're pouring four ounce pours. I've never poured a four ounce of pour. 130. I'm trying to take the rest of that bottle whiskey. back with me. I'm not giving you any extras. And then plus you bring like ten, you know, ten percent beers. Like yeah, I don't know what yeah, you guys are trying sure. to do to yeah, me. That's, we like, definitely just want to get you drunk and take advantage of you, Johnny. That's yeah. what we do. Yeah, I'll accept it. All right, perfect. <laughs> So we blended a bunch of whiskey. Uh, we picked a we picked a, a three barrel blend. It's going to be super delicious. It should be available at every Bourbon Belly Hospitality restaurant um, sometime by the end of June. We're going to sell those for retail yeah, out the door. Absolutely. Um, my guess is that the most of them go into a cocktail. Just because I don't think there's going to be a ton of uh, traction on Garrett's bourbon, but um, maybe. And um, that, that should be really good. Then after we left there, we went to Keeneland, which is like the one of the OG racehorses, racetracks in uh, Kentucky. Uh, this is when I realized that these guys were super, super like, like fuck you rich. They were like, like, uh, like captain. Because they, they went to the backdoor racetrack. <laughs> they, seriously, we went to a, a an old Victorian house on the opposite side of the racehorse that it looked it looked like a like a small like a white house, and it was a, an entire bar on the inside, and they had their own. Um, tellers and everything. Did could, you like, think bets. something was going to happen to you? No, it was packed. Oh, okay. Um, and when I asked how long it took for him to be part of this like VIP club, he told me 10 years because he would wait for people to die. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, this guy is super rich. And then we went to a fancy steakhouse and then we went to Buffalo Trace on Thursday on the way home. Uh, that, definitely didn't, that definitely didn't suck at all. What did, did you buy anything there? No, I didn't. They were offering Buffalo Trace bottles, uh, bourbon. Which you can get here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, I went to Michter's, which we should probably talk about a little bit. Yes, Michter's. Yeah. Everybody, Michter's. One of our sponsors. One of our main sponsors. Their GM there, uh, Nick. Nick Peoples. We've we've hung out with before. I brought him a couple of our Sazerac Rye picks. Him and Vicky, who is a like a VP of customer relations. I brought them a bunch of samples. They let me fill some bottles at uh, a cast strength bourbon from a straight from a barrel. That was super cool. 
uh, I felt like uh, I felt like I was VIP the entire time. Nice, dude. Yeah, yeah. Mictors, every time we've gone down, if you guys listen to the podcast, we can we can't brag more about how much they've taken care of us. We encourage everybody to drink more Mictors if you don't drink them now. Uh, we're gonna talk more about them as we're drinking their bourbon later, and we'll start getting some tasting notes on that. Um, that's uh, that leads us into that the next segment as far as that's what we're drinking as far as the bourbon goes. Yep. Mictors uh, for the beer, we're gonna review Hidden Hands Freshy Fresh. She'll know, which is a reference to. <laughs> Jefferson Airplanes. What? <laughs> I don't you know. You don't like that? She'll know. I don't know. That's, a, that's, Whatever the, name you of, that's do. the name of the beer. It just struck me as funny. Whatever you do. She'll know. She'll know. Yeah. She'll know. All right. So <laughs> it's a 6.5% IPA, hazy IPA Shit. that was canned and kegged yesterday. I guarantee you 90% of you have not ever drank a beer out of a can that was kegged or canned yesterday. I'd never have. That? I've drank out of the Bright Tank before, but never like the day late. So there we go. Yeah. We're drinking some fresh beer. So... Um, we're going to get into our Yeef, uh, which is coming up. Joe is passing out some whiskey. Alyssa's passing out some whiskey. Don't we're, drink it yet. We're going to save those for a second. After we pass out the whiskey, can we pass out some beers and do that? You're did, good. Did, did you look at the There's the, nothing wrong. Did no, you no, look no, at no. the deck? I told, I told him. Oh, you did? We yeah. switched it up? No, I just wanted to make sure it got out. Oh, I got you. No, it's all good. It's all good. Hi, Carolyn. Good to see you. Yeah, come hang out. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Maybe we just have like a running bottle of three rumplements going too. Just like pass them around the tables. Whoever wants. Bottle service of rum. Whoever wants. Whoever wants. Whoever, whoever wants. needs. Jeff, Jeff Hoover needs can some Can have. Can some have. rumps. Jack Waters definitely needs some rumps. I give a big shout out to John right now. He has a watered down Captain Coke. No Coors Light. I'm on an island right now. No rumples back up. He's way too sober. Way too sober for this. I feel like there's not enough to knock over by you. <laughs> It's all over here. <laughs> all right, so we're going to review the beer. Then we're going to uh, we're gonna drink some whiskey and review that. Um, just a kind of a little tidbit of our customer of the week. Garrett picked this one out. We got, uh, we got a couple of different options. We got the complain every week guy. Just can't get it right every week. There's always something wrong, right? Or something, something that they could do better every at home. Every single time. He yeah. could, he's like a, he's like a, a, a stand, stand-up regular. But he still loves the place, right? Loves it. Loves the place, but there's always one something thing, negative one to talk thing about. you could do better, right? Jesus Christ. <laughs> And uh, I've tried every whiskey kind of guy. Is there anybody in here like that? Um, I've tried any whiskey kind of guy? No comment. No comment. <laughs> Nobody's had any whiskey in this place before, right? Yeah. No? Bill, how's your, uh, how's your collection at home? Is it strong? It's strong? 30 deep? 30? <laughs> Am I the uh, you know, type of guy that comes in when you guys are working that will mention something that you guys can do better. I feel like maybe that I'm that type of person. No. Because I just know you guys so well, so I can just be free. No, remember the... just the, tell you. The, like, the, running, the running thing is... The lights need to go down. Be cognizant, The beer needs to right? be colder. <laughs> the rumples need to flow faster. All the rumples, leave the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're, we're still uh, passing out some whiskey over here. Uh, Beautiful. It looks like the beers are about to come out. That's what we're looking for. Do we do we want to just drink some whiskey first? Let's we'll talk about the Eve. Oh yeah, we gotta get into the Eve. That's right. So uh, one of our segments is our yearly industry ebb and flow. Um, this is to kind of educate people as to some of the things that we go through. Uh, every industry is different. Obviously, everybody knows what an ebb and flow is in the Eve. restaurant industry. There's uh, lots of ups and downs, lots of gray areas. So this is kind of what we talk about. Um, for us, recently, Mother's Day just happened. Thank you to all you mothers out there. We yeah. appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for being mothers and, and, and raising the kids right. 
Kentucky, for most Der- of us. Kentucky Derby happened on Saturday. That's a that's kind of a yeef because nobody makes mint juleps except for that day. Nope. Do you ever make a mint julep except for on Derby Day? I made seriously. I made one on Monday, and I was like, was it? It was like I got the same like face as like making a uh, a Bloody Mary at 7 p.m. <laughs> like what the heck? You what missed you, you missed your window, guys. You it. That was the yeah. end of it. <laughs> did uh, did anybody here have the horse that won on Saturday? Rich Strike went off at 80 to one. If you would have bet two bucks. You would have won one hundred and sixty dollars. Nobody had it. Yeah. John's wife did. Yeah, John's she wife bet- Joanna had two bucks on Rich Strike. She at eighty to eighty to one. She never bets on anything. And if I put twenty dollars in a slot machine, it's like that money's fucking burned. <laughs> John, you know how how how, so how much we work for that money? She'll always do like the crosswords. Like if you go to like the lotto, like the Seven Eleven, you get like the crossword scratch offs and like that kind of thing. Two dollars and I'll win like ten bucks, kind of thing. So she bet two dollars on a horse, eighty to one odds. She won one hundred and sixty-three bucks. Boom, money. And uh, have you seen a penny of that? No. Good. She's got to take you out now. Date night, baby. Let me let me borrow some money. Somewhere, yeah. somewhere fancy. I want to be taken out. There you go. For a nice steak dinner. That that sounds like a winner. Yeah. All right, so we got the, the Hidden Hands coming out. Um, who here has had any Hidden Hand beer out of Naperville? Does everybody know about Hidden Hand? Beautiful. It's like half of the people in here love it. Hidden Hand is half. <laughs> but what it's you, good, though. What do you think? Hid- they've only been around for a year. What do you right? think Hidden Hand means? We don't, we don't dive into that. This okay. is a PG podcast. All right. Sorry, this is a PG podcast. It kind of feels weird. I think there's, a, there's like some sort of feels slight really good. in there. Like it feels a slight, really good, John. Not towards us. Yeah. Um, so these guys make fantastic beer out, out of Naperville, out of Salamot. It's it's their like kind of microbrewery within the brewery project. Um, this beer is oh, fantastic. They're getting full cans. Full oh, cans, yeah. baby. I was nothing, unaware of this. Nothing but the best. I didn't even think about this. Is there enough for us? Yeah. See, this is what I'm talking about. Like before you leave, you have to finish that can and and the whiskey before you go. Yeah, you have to, yeah. you and if you're like John, you just got to go upstairs and go to bed. And the bottles. Mike, Mike, Mike and I got to drive home. <laughs> I got to pass out on the couch for an hour and then drive home. That's, that's what normally happens. That can look so cool. So I know not everybody's beer drinkers, all right? And that, that's one of the things that um, this beer will, will help you become more of a beer drinker, all right? Yeah, drink it. Try it. Everybody try it. When, as it comes to you, try it. Start getting some tasty notes. Always judge the beer on the second taste, all right? Garrett will tell you to smell your elbow just to reset your palate. Don't necessarily listen to him when he tells you anything. Whoa. Unless it's whiskey related. Then he knows what he's talking about. All right. Uh, do you want to smell the outside of your elbow? Yeah, I mean, that's what John does. That's how, that's how you get it, right? There's no... Po- Can anybody in this room smell the outside of your elbow? Oh, yeah. Like, not... Yeah. We're going to knock over some glasses. The outside. That's close. That's close. That's close. It's close. close. All right. All right. So for those of you that don't drink stats. beer, this is like a good kind of beer to lead you into it because it's not, this is an IPA that is not bitter, not super hoppy per people say. It's got nice mango. What's that? There's no cannabis in there, but it, it does smell like a little bit of dankness. All right. And that's, a, that's legal in yeah, Illinois. It's called dank. We'll take three of those. Depends please. on who delivered it. That's, someone might put <laughs> the a little Top of the can might have residue. You always do want to get a nice little... Uh, you always want to smell the beer as you're drinking it. The aroma of beer is in the foam. So if, ever, if ever, anybody sends back a beer because it's too foamy, probably shouldn't do that. That's just where the, the, the smell is and the aroma. It's a 6.5 ABV. It's got two of Mike and I's favorites, uh, hops. Yeah, 6.5%. Citra. Citra and Mosaic, right? 
Yep. Did I read that right? Yep. Perfect. Thanks, thanks, Kate. Just two. Appreciate you. Killing it. Thank you. Love the artwork on this can. Jay, who does who does your guys' artwork? You're the guy? You're the guy? How many tequilas did you have? So we usually do a cheers. Cheers. All right, cheers, cheers everybody. Everybody smell it, try it. The second cheers. Sip. Cheers. <laughs> this is where we're at. Nice. All right, that was the longest answer. When we redo this in the fall, I'm gonna have a microphone for you. We'll plan that when I'm asking stupid questions. No, we're not editing that out. That's staying in. I heard all of it. We asked we asked one specific question. You gave me three sentences. This is really tasty. This is very delicious. I like the six and a half percent for how for the haziness of it. I only want six and a half from that one. Yeah, and the the oat mouth feel mouth feel um, that I'm getting is really nice. Kind of got a creaminess to it. Um, yeah, I'm really enjoying this. Six and a half percent. I think these four packs go for fifteen ninety nine ish. Fifteen ninety nine lower fourteen ninety nine at the beer cellar in Glen Ellen and uh, select stores around here. I'm um, going. We just put a we just honestly we just put this keg on today. Um, when you're done drinking the can, you should definitely order a pint of this because cans are fantastic, but freshy fresh drafts are are really really good. Should we? Uh, and Burger Social could use the sales. Should we go around the room and give the uh, brewer direct feedback from every single person? Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, we should. Everyone needs to rate this. No, the I, I'm going to give this uh, an eight. I think the the best part about they're, this they're sitting right there. You only give it an eight. Hey, eight and a half. Look at that guy. He hates you now. An eight and a half. I don't think I've, I've rated anything over eight and a half. <laughs> so for those, those of you that don't know, we rate the beer and the whiskey. Whenever we have guests on, somehow that gets excluded. Like if we're like trying their products or drinking their whatever. Well, we made, the, we made the, so, the problem rating it in front of Paul at few. Yeah. And like, yeah, uh, you don't want to look uh, nine, I the guess. owner, operator, yeah. or brewer dead in the eyes and, and say. The stuff is garbage. That's why yeah. I'm looking at John when I'm saying the eight. Who wants to do that? It was it was poor. It was poor form. No. So we learned from that. We, we tweaked the outlet. Yeah, we tweaked right. the outline. So when it's just the three of us, we do rate them because we do want to be objective. So G's giving it an eight. I mean, no, I'm, I've changed it. Oh, you're changing, changing it. Yeah. It says Nick's bigger than you. Nick is <laughs> Nick is fine. Uh, I give I give it an eight and a half, specifically on the third sip because I think that it is also refreshing. So the first sip wasn't refreshing for me. Uh, it's got like the nice, nice soft, uh, hazy part. The citrus comes through nice. And I do believe that I could drink one of these after mowing the grass. So I uh, give it an eight and a half. I'm buying a four pack and I'm not sharing with anybody. Ooh, selfish, selfish. It's really nice. Johnny, what's, what a nice guy over here. That's a, that's a good rating. That's a good rating from a whiskey drinker over here. <laughs> I'm actually really enjoying this. And I don't want to look the brewer dead in the eye and give it lower than an 8.5. Especially because you guys are BFFs. So I'm going to give it an 8.5. And although I can't finish it right now because we have a lot to drink, I'm going to put saran wrap over this. I'm going to take it out to my car later tonight at 11.30 p.m. and drink it by myself before I go home. Oh, perfect. Because that's, that's a smart decision. Because <laughs> you're going to your car at 11.30 tonight? Maybe 11.45. All right, perfect. Yeah, yeah, that makes more sense. This is, a, this is a banger of a 6.5% hazy IPA. I'm giving it nine. 
I'm going to buy a four-pack for myself, and everybody here who's, who wants to have a pint when we're done, I'm going to buy you a pint, too. Sorry, Four-pack. I apologize. Everybody who wants a pint after we're done, it's on me, all right? That's what we're doing. Kate's but, like, uh, are you Cheers are you to sure? Salamoth and, and, and uh, my, cheers. my next paycheck cheers. going to the Burger Social. <laughs> cheers. Thanks, guys. Mm. Ugh, now that that's, that's tasty. Is everybody enjoying that beer? Yeah. No. Who here is going to drink more Hidden Hand moving forward, right? Everybody start drinking a little bit more Hidden Hand. <laughs> I love it. All right, sweet. So now it's whiskey time, and this is where oh, my guy boy. G gets to share. He gets to shine. Is everybody ready for more to drink? Has everybody had enough to drink? Yeah. Scott, I know you're ready for more. Yeah, this guy looks like he's thirsty <laughs> for whiskey. I think I thought I saw Scott's eyes go in different directions. Is everybody who needs whiskey? You guys need whiskey? You guys need whiskey? Who needs who needs whiskey at the table? You guys got some? No. No. You raise your hand. I see it in front of you. <laughs> Wait. It's right in front of you. I don't. I'm not sure everybody got some. Did everybody no, get some? These two it. tables here. I don't think. This so. is a. Uh, who organized this? This is real organized. Look on here. It says. Seven o'clock, Joe passes out the whiskey. <laughs> We're now at seven twenty-nine, and we don't even have the whiskey. And Joe's not even upstairs. Yeah. And there's right. no Joe. So do we? Do we talk at all about whatever this is in front of us with the saran wrap on top? So we are going to talk about. It looks this. like there's like fruit flies here, who, who, and we put saran wrap on top. Who brought this? Steve, you brought this. You, the whole table brought it. What is this? Old fifty-five. All right, all right. We're going to drink it afterwards, and we're going to ask you guys some questions about it. You guys are going to have your own little podcast about that whiskey afterwards, all right? I'm shooting it. Mike's not trying it at all. Oh, I, I, great. <laughs> all right, everybody, everybody's ready to try some whiskey? We already talked about how much we, yep, we already talked about how much we love Michter's. They're located in Louisville, downtown Louisville. Great, great distillery. They got a, a plethora of different versions of whiskey, whether you like American whiskey, rye whiskey, bourbon. Uh, they got a sour mash that tastes like you're putting syrup on your pancakes in the morning. I'm not saying you should drink it for breakfast, but maybe you should try it sometime. I definitely haven't yeah. at all. All right, so the whiskey of the, the, whiskey of the week, we're doing Michter, Michter's Bourbon. It comes in at 91.4 um, proof, which is pretty par on average for most uh, general uh, bourbon, somewhere between 90 and 94. Uh, the weirdest part about Michter's, well, in general, whiskey in the United States was was going really, really well, and then the 60s happened, and then it wasn't that great, and the 70s it was even worse, and the 80s it was like plummeting. 80, like, th think about like all the cocktails that were happening in the 80s, it was all like Cosmos and everything, like Blue Carousel and uh, stuff lighting on fire. The So bourbon took a huge, huge hit. Um, Buffalo Trace had 1,000 people employed in 1979, and now they have 440. So uh, the point is that the whiskey took a huge hit, and now it's on its huge resurgence. And now the, the, biggest, pro the biggest thing about Buffalo Trace at 440 people, uh, employees is that they just can't hire anybody. Um, I think that you and I both feel that a little bit. Staffing yeah, issues, yeah. 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 Just so, like supply chain issues. Yeah. Everybody's got them, right? I th that's the best part about, like, in case I forget to order something, supply chain issues. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, going to be, be a couple years. It's on a, it's on a, it's on a ship in the, on the ocean. I can't get it. I'm, I'm trying. Where's the spicy nacho burger? 
supply chain. Supply chain. I knew issues. that was going to yeah. come up. Supply uh, chain yeah. issues. <laughs> anyway, the cool part about Bur- uh, Mictor is, is not cool for the owner because they were idiots, but they went they they went bankrupt, and their one of their brand ambassadors ended up buying the the name for like six hundred dollars in nineteen eighty one, which is um, more money than it, it, like nowadays would be like fourteen hundred or fifteen hundred dollars. Sure. Um, they ended up selling. We actually met the owner last time where we you and I were down there. His name yeah. is Joseph. He is definitely not an intimidating person at all. Not at all. Woof. Looks like he's uh, straight out of the mob. He would literally, literally, when he said jump, like the entire staff was like, "Yes, yes, sir. How how high would you like me to jump?" Yeah. Um, he walked in and literally everybody like straightened their aprons and like uh, did one of these and like fixed all I, the collars. I think I might. I started doing it. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was good. Oh, we're doing this. Like, like, yeah, this who's is happening. In here? Yeah. Um, really, 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 really nice person. Um, Really good at getting back on Enos too. Mm. Uh, the uh, so the bourbon we got is uh, their standard bourbon. They um, obviously have sold since that 1981 purchase, and uh, the, everything that is named Mictors on a bottle is made at Heaven Hill. And there's nothing wrong with sourcing. We've talked about that multiple times on podcasts before. Uh, Heaven Hill makes some great whiskey. Elijah Craig, all the crazy amounts of different bottles that comes out of Elijah Craig. Uh, Larceny. If, you, if no one's ever tried Larceny Barrel Proof, you you should do that yesterday. Um, we have the fortunate to drink uh, Michter's bourbon out of a snifter. Yeah. It's a giant snifter. Everyone yeah, else got it in a neat board. Um, give it a smell. Don't shovel your nose in it. It's not a, it's not a glass of wine. If, um, if you decide that you can't smell it anymore, smell your outside of your elbow like Johnny and uh, the, judge the second sip. Or Cheers. Your, or your like, used underwear. Yeah. Cheers. Nah, we're not bringing that back up. Cheers, guys. Everybody, everybody give a little sip. Ooh, that smells good. Mm. If anyone hasn't gone to Louisville, um, you should. And if anyone's gone to Louisville and hasn't gone to the Mictors, the Fort Nelson Distillery on uh, Whiskey Row, you have to make a point. The bar there is insane. The ice they make for you is sitting on a cold plate, like you think like a hot plate where they cook flip burgers. Um, and they chip away the ice for you. They hand shave it, right? Hand, hand shave the ice cubes for, for each cocktail. every cocktail. Yeah. In downtown Louisville, there's a stretch of magnificent bars. Michter's on the second floor, overlooking whatever corner that is. Yeah. Freaking amazing, right? I went there. Great cocktails, great whiskey. I went there at 2 p.m. and there was a, a, a 35 minute wait. A 35 minute wait? Yeah. I went to the Louisville Sluggers across the street and like walked around and stared at bats for 25 minutes. That's tasty. So since you guys have been down there like 10 times. It's been four, yeah. Four times. Yeah. It's, it feels like 10 to me. Yeah. Well, because you because yeah. I haven't It was been, on your calendar. Because I haven't been down there with you guys. Uh, I think like if whoever's like thinking about going down there, they should stop into one of your restaurants, Maze or Burger, or Burger Social and have a conversation with you guys. It's a quick conversation about the places you've been, places you like, that kind of stuff. Oh, 100%. Yeah. For, for sure. Garrett and I have been there a couple times. We gladly, gladly tell you all the places you need to go to in Louisville. Or the places to avoid. Yeah, that's that's true too. You always want to have that spot, right? Yeah. Um, there's, uh, there's honestly hundreds of great options and I got a list right here actually. You want me to go over it? <laughs> Just Pull out the go, list. You want me to go over it? No, I'm just This joking. list is crazy. Day one, anyway, I'm day giving two. This, I'm giving this bourbon... Um, I'm giving it a seven three. Whoa! What do we What do we think about that? I enjoy higher proof bourbon. There we go. So, so everybody who listens knows that Garrett brings on only high proof bourbon and rye. Yeah. He, pro- he probably can't even taste this right now. What are you getting out of that? 
It tastes like water. It's uh, Coca Cola. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, I taste I taste the oak. I get a little bit of vanilla. Um, I heavy get, on the vanilla. I get yeah, heavy on the vanilla. Well, I that's get, nice mood lighting. I get mild baking spice from the level four char that they do on everything. Um, I think it's a great it's great bourbon for a cocktail or a sipping by itself. I would never put this on ice because I think it would dilute it too much. Okay. Um, I give it yeah. I'm holding by my rating and and I'm and I'm having a bottle for someone who's never had McDerrys and I have a bottle in reserve. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna give it an eight. Uh, I think that I would probably drink this in an old fashioned first and foremost. Very good as a sipper like I'm trying now. Yeah. But I've had a couple drinks. I think that initially right off the get. To start the night, I drink it in old fashioned. I'm gonna give it an eight. Uh, I'm gonna buy a bottle for my house, and uh, anybody who wants to come over and drink it with me, feel free. You don't have one now? No, I don't. There's not a lot, of, not a lot of room on the bar cart. I know where the liquor storage room downstairs is. I'll That's get you one. Not available. I'll to get you. you one. Not available to you. <laughs> Only available to us. Johnny, what us? you got? <laughs> I'm imagining that it's it's clear, it's sugary. It's a huge glass of Rumplemints, and I'm just... And you love it? Out in the sunshine, drinking it and enjoying it. Um, no, it's been a long time since I had a Rumple, so I need it. Uh, but I do think this is really good. I would buy a bottle of it. I like the proof of it, unlike your 135-plus options. Well, the stuff I bring is like under 120, but it's always over 110. Well, whatever. Um... Uh, I think it was an excellent choice to bring on for this special occasion. I and agree. I thank you. I yeah, agree. For sure. Oh, Beautiful. Cheers to Mixers. Cheers to Mixers. Cheers to Mixers. And uh, Joe, John needs three rumplements right now. Stat. Three rumplements no, for John. Three in a one glass. <laughs> Cheers, Johnny. Cheers. Honestly, though, this, I haven't. We, we need a, a bunch of rumplements out here, apparently. Bring the whole bottle. Um, I haven't sipped on this before. I've had it with a lot of different things. It's, it's really good. Tell us one thing about Michter's that nobody's going to know in this room that might be off the beaten path. So you told me that I was going to get this question earlier. You're not supposed to. I, oh, it was yeah. like the, what about the bottle was the behind the scene thing? I literally gave all the, the, the dirty info ahead of time. The, I do think that the, the number one thing is that, um, that they, they, they source everything, but they just started a farm, which is, which, is, which is relatively new. Cool. And they are growing all their own grain so they can start doing their own, so they can go grain a bottle. And they actually have their own horses, horses wow. living there too. That's great. Wow. Yeah. I got very distracted by the triple shot of Rumplemans that just walked by me. I apologize. What? I was really trying to focus on it's what you were saying. Kind of joking for content. <laughs> is that water or is that Rumples? We'll find out. Oh boy. We'll find out at at, at eleven thirty tonight. Did everybody enjoy their Mictors? Did you guys enjoy that? So obviously we love Mictors. Drink more Mictors. Next time we do this. Mictor is going to sponsor us again, and PJ, the, the rep who we've been talking about, he'll be here. He's an awesome dude. Uh, another local celebrity, unlike uh, anybody sitting at this table over here. Um, they, my, they favorite, like to... my favorite comment was uh, when our, the, our future reoccurring guest, Jack, came on, and he's like talking about Mictor's. He goes, yo, Mictor's for life. <laughs> and I've used that a couple times, and, and the PJ guy's like, yeah, for sure. Let's, let's for go. <laughs> Jack's him up. Yeah. Beautiful. All right, so here's our favorite segment that we like to do. This is where we get to really oh, let boy. loose in the restaurant industry. Garrett and I look forward to this every other week. Oh, man. Oh, this, is man. Our, this is our customer of the week. You get to do it to their faces. Not, no, nobody in here is the customer of the week. 
my, my, my favorite thing, though, is Not when, for this episode. when people who listen to this <laughs> come mean, into the bar, kind of. and then something <laughs> happens, and they tell me that they don't want to be the customer in the week, so I should go help somebody else. They're like, I don't want to be that guy because I don't know what I want. Go do something else. Don't talk about me on the podcast. Probably my favorite thing when people come in here. So. I, worked, um, I worked two bar shifts in the past like seven, six days, and uh, I had multiple customers that were customers of the week from the past four weeks. And I was like, all I wanted to be like, hey, you listen to our podcast? Here's a card. Yeah, here's a card. Here's a card. Um, anyway, so this, this, uh, this customer of the week, I got two of them. I'm going to go through them both quickly because I feel like I don't want to. No, really get into it. All right, fine. Yeah. The first one. So this, was, this one wasn't the one that I've had recently, but I had one when I was working out in Geneva. This couple would come in every week on a Friday night, sit at the bar, hang out, have a cocktail, order food, have a couple more cocktails, and leave. That's like pretty normal, right? But every single meal they've ever had, I was like, hey, is everything tasting okay? I don't know. The buffalo sauce seems like really runny, or the chicken seems like overdone. Uh... The drink seems kind of weak. I feel like this could be more sweeter or, sweet, or more sour. I didn't think it was going to be like that. Mm. And the entire time, you're like, well, do you want me to remake it? No, 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 it's okay. Everything, it's, it's okay. The entire, they've never had anything positive to say about anything. But they come back every single week. And if I had that, if I had those problems every single week, there's no way I'm coming back. What? Stop complaining to me about everything. <laughs> All they do is coming in, ordering things, and complaining about it. Yeah, but at least they're coming back. Well, yeah, but what's the, what's the point? Are they like food connoisseurs? I don't think so. Drink connoisseurs? They, not, nothing of that, that I, sort? I follow all the, the, the review industry. sites. They're not leaving any reviews. Maybe they just want to talk to you. I think they just want to complain. That, the, the complainers. The complainers. Yeah, the constant complainers. <laughs> they can't pull anything out of the conversation that's good. <laughs> okay, all right. I, I can dig it. And I thought that would be a good one because it wasn't something that was like be cognizant of your of your situation. Which is yeah. all which is all of our right, yeah all of our yeah, customers sure. the week, right? You you want anything to add to that? Or are you good? Dude, honestly, like I, to me, that's nitpickers. People who yeah. are just like looking for that one little thing that was off for that visit. Yeah. I, I get it. I mean, like, especially when we hold ourselves to a high standard. I think other yeah. people hold us to a high standard. Well, and it's like not cheap. Yeah, it's not cheap. So I. I, I hear you. I'm not trying to play the Johnny in the other side, but I, I think yeah. I am right now. Because <laughs> I get you. it. I, I yeah. get it. I'm, 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 yeah. I, I get it. All right. And well, yeah. for me being a, a patron here and being with the group out here, um, I hear nothing but great things about you guys working at your establishments. You guys are like the best. <laughs> That's not in the necessary. industry. That is not necessary. You guys, we don't need any of that. These That's guys are amazing here. dudes. Oh. Amazing dudes, and yet we always talk about on the podcast. We always say like, "Oh, we're complaining about this, complaining about that, about customer stories." But we have a lot of good, good customer stories on the uh, podcast as well. Great customer stories. Um, but it's just fun to banter yeah. about you know things here and there. That's right. I'm glad you read that verbatim that I wrote there on the on the list. Thank you for reading that. The other one. I thought is, I should uh, chime in. <laughs> the, the other the other one is like a, is like a, like a mild like a mild inconvenience for me. This is the Chad. Yeah. This is the Chad of the whiskey group. Chad or the Brad? Not or the Chad. It, one of, There's yeah. no Chads in here, are there? Is there a Brad? I think there oh, were supposed okay. to be two Chads in here. <laughs> Put your hand on. Let's yeah. talk about Brad. So, like... Um, Let's talk about how that's sad for Karens and Chads that their names got turned into that. Yeah. That's sad. That sucks. That's sad. That's not fair to Well, them. get a better haircut. Oh, that, that, they didn't choose that. Well, they definitely the chose a haircut. Did. 
stylistic. Yeah, it's funny. Um, so, at a whiskey bar, you're pouring, you're pouring drinks or whatever, and um, a guy comes up and she's like, "Oh, he's super excited to come. He's got, a, you know, he got a big whiskey list." And uh, he's like, "I'll sit down. Uh, pour me something I've never had before." Uh, Jameson? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Tell him more, dude. How how recent are we talking about? Because I've never been to your house. I have no idea what you have. Uh, how weird do I need to get? And and I also have to like not only decide that what you haven't had that you're also going to like. And I have no idea what those things are. And it, end, it ends up me being spending ten minutes on specifically you bringing over fifteen bottles and saying, "Have you had this? Have you had this? Have you tried this?" I cut it off at three. I literally say, I'm going to bring over three bottles, and then we're going to figure it out from there. Yeah. And I kind of give them the wide range. And then after that, that's the kind of the end of the conversation. You can tell me what you like. Yeah. But I'm not going to bring over three more bottles to, well, as to soon broaden as, the conversation. Usually, as soon as I get to like, like the fourth option, I give them the QR code. And be like, You're more than welcome to pick one out yourself. Whiskey list is online. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> so I think we should wrap this up, boys. It's time? John, the, the producer is saying it's time. I don't know. I think we've had a really good time tonight. I think it's just time to like, time. It's just time. get some more drinks and wrap it up. Perfect. Let's all have a cheers to each other. Everybody, raise a glass. This is for you guys, Sipping Social Podcast listeners and our friends and families. We really do love you guys, and we appreciate your support. Uh, always uh, check us out on iTunes, Spotify. We got Facebook. We got Instagram. Like all that stuff. You guys are the best. We're going to do this again. It'll be a lot more organized next time. Love you guys. All right? Appreciate you guys. Cheers. Well, that was a nice break. That was a nice break. I finally stopped sweating. <laughs>